Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of our review of the movie Bodied, requested by Coney Sparks, our patron, and this is on YouTube, mm-hmm. produced by Mr. Eminem, because Eminem's a fun keyword. Um, and uh, yeah, we uh, talked about like the whole like first half of my notes file, which is the first half of the movie about. Mm-hmm. And we decided that we're just going to talk about the plot, spoil everything. And give our opinions. Yeah. So if you haven't already watched it, you should probably watch it. And uh, or if you just don't want to watch it and just want to watch our stuff, that's cool too. In, in case you don't really want to keep going with us, somebody had asked in the last one, like, did we think it's worth watching? To which I'm gonna give a big yes. But we also got a favorite comment from last week because all y'all comments matter and. Honestly, this is like a discussion, so the whole goal is to hear what you think based off of what we said, and it's cool. Sometimes we get whole, like, threads and stuff going on. Yep. Either way, we got this delightful comment from Mr. Aaron Sisk. Woo! Shout out to that Coney Sparks guy. Sounds like a pretty cool dude if I do say so. I agree. Coney yep. Sparks yep. is a pretty cool dude. Yep. Um, I got to watch this when I get uh, off, so I got time to digest it all. The reason they don't judge battles is partly because of ego but not New York specifically. Mainly, it's because most judges are biased to their city, so it wouldn't make for a very objective judging in the room. Also, because... That's why you need to have, like, the Olympics. You need to get, like, guys from different places. Mm. And then also, because their energy in the room doesn't always translate on video, meaning when you're at a battle, it might seem like one guy is hype as fuck, but when the battle's released to YouTube, you notice how he mostly gas and crowd hype, or the other guy bars are so abstract you have to listen two to three times to catch how complex they are in parentheses here daylight so they now opt to let the crowd and watchers decide for themselves i could write a mini book but i'm gonna finish the review law and also read fyodor detovsky whatever the underground man it's my favorite book by the dude regarded by as one of the first russian existentialist novels no no more Oh, I'm not even done. I'm so into this. For I'm still reading Crime and Punishment because I've been real slow with it. But damn, it's a good book. Like I read War and Peace uh, back in the day for shits and giggles. I don't know why why I did it. But um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it. That's fair. So let you know where we were off in the plot is we had just discussed the Eminem being the goat battle conversation at the end where he proceed or Adam. Uh, proceeds to punch his girlfriend in the face, throw a drink on her, or spill her drink, and mm-hmm. ditch her. And yeah. then um, they end up at a sushi spot. And they walk in, and the girl's like, Yo, the uh, Mexican guy brings us to, in LA, brings us to a freaking sushi place. And it's like right off, you're like, Oh, okay. And one of the core themes of this scene is actually racist jokes. As we'll like get into it. Yeah. Um, so they walk in and everyone's confused. Like, I guess it is maybe a weird thing. Like, why would you go to sushi if you're just visiting LA? I don't know. It's a staple LA dish personally, but cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would they, uh, it, but look up and it's prospect yeah he's making the sushi he's like the chef at the, like the japanese restaurant and it's it's i don't know it's kind of cool and he's kind of like shocked but it's also really interesting because the first like comment that gets made is yo aren't you korean like why are you at a japanese restaurant and he's like yo you white people can't <laughs> tell the difference half these things are korean and honestly um chinese food as oh hold on it's a it's a battle rap movie oh. i forgot to do the hood the hood is back on. We can talk again. But nobody can even see your face. That's okay. The hood's on just like Adam. Just like Adam. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, uh, but basically, they kind of comment on how in the food industry like that, it is like a whole bunch of smokes and mirrors put on for the sake of honkies to like feel like they're eating some foreign stuff. When, yo, half the Chinese food is just some basic noodles and fried chicken with various sauces. Like seriously, if you really think about it, yeah. that's half of what we order as Chinese food up in Canada. It's just various fried meat. Well, it's like the, uh, you know, Western version of, like, Chinese food. Like, I don't or think like, they eat that there. If like, you ever, like, rice. have you ever looked into the history of General Tao Chicken? I, at some point, Netflix had a thing on this, okay? Hmm. And it, like, um, kind of explored how it's a fabrication. It doesn't, it's not a thing. It's, there's not even There a, was no General Tao? There's not even a unified recipe. It's just, like, people make it kind of how it is. It's like spicy and sweet and uh either way all of that is like all that chinese food industry is just to kind of exploit white ignorance because honestly we don't really want to necessarily eat foreign food we want to eat food that's like ours made with some foreign spices here and there Mm -hmm. anyway so they're all making jokes then you know dishing it out and they're all like seriously japanesey kind of jokes right like asian this isn't that's yeah um but but they're like basically roasting him and, but it's all like, because what ends up happening is they all drop stuff. I didn't write down any of their notes. And to be fair, it's been like two weeks since I watched a movie. So you'll have to bear with my memory a bit. Um, but like Adam kind of like ups the ante and makes. He a, brings it too far. I can't really. I don't want to say it because it'll instantly demonetize the video. But like <laughs> it's actually in the realm of a historical fact related to the treatment of women by Japanese people in Korea. That is very bad, and um, it's actually like a real point of contention. Like, I don't think Japan has actually like admitted that it happened yet in like modern history. That's like to the point of contention this conversational topic actually is. And like, the thing is, is that all the other people's jokes were like goofy, stereotypical. Like everybody knows is not true. Like to make, to give like an example, if but I like, were to yeah. be like, "Yo, Chinese people can't drive," it's not an appropriate joke to make. But, like, it's a stereotype, and your instant assumption isn't supposed to be that this is, like, every Chinese person. It's just, you know, a stereotype. Yeah. But it's goofy. And in the realms of, I guess, racist jokes, it's goofy the, the acceptable. acceptable. Yeah, the acceptable racist jokes. But when you actually, like, bring up, like, history, like, what's the difference between that and dropping an M-bomb? And I think given the core of this movie's other theme being like the use of the n-word mm-hmm. it's like the insensitivity to that history right that's the problem with that the using that word yeah um i know you all know what i meant but i think it's really bad for me to say it because i kind of understand like one of the books that's turned around there is literally a history of the word but it has the word on it and we thought it might be kind of stupid to put that there mm-hmm. but like i write a whole history book on it i don't feel like comfortable using that word ever for the rest of my life like it's just flat out like i never really did but the more i understand the history of it the less like i think it, i want to because it's like it is what it is anyway i don't have to explain that further um but like adam doesn't really get the point and i think it's a par- an, uh it's a parallel on how even when how context matters and 
and Adam's joke is just like a sharp jab taking like like really like it's it was like mm -hmm. almost like a battle rap bar to destroy whereas everyone else's stuff was kind of just like what it's like he doesn't see the line right and I yeah. think it's kind of exemplified but and yeah. it's like at that point is when like the the older like chef um yeah he's like sensei like, yeah like he, grandpa he, guy yeah he tells them that they need to leave and then like uh what is it? Che, che Cor Corleone or whatever yeah. starts something and then like they both just start yelling at each other and then like basically the, the, like the Japanese guy kicks him in the face. Yeah, it's freaking He does amazing. like basically like a kung fu move. <laughs> like, what's, what's and then um, Prospect gets all pissed off at him for you like reinforcing the stereotype of him doing kung fu in a Japanese restaurant. Dressed up in a gi. <laughs> and it, honestly, it's hilarious. It is. But it's also hilarious because you kind of expect that guy with that beard to do kung fu, and he does. Yeah. So, I mean, it's honestly, I think, a little bit maybe trying to poke fun at the fact that in some ways there is some truth in these stereotypes, but... I think also, too, like, I think you do... You can kind of play with the stereotypes. Right. You can, like, kind of, you know, reinforce them by, like, doing shit like but that. But it was and just, like, like... I don't give a shit. Like, think, I'm going to be the stereotype you all think I am. And I think we're almost supposed to ask the question, you know, like, why is he so embarrassed by this? Is this a bad thing, you know? Like, mm -hmm. is it problematic to, you know, use the stereotype for fun? Or even if it's not a stereotype, what and if it's, that's it's just legitimately too, who he is? And I think it's also showing, too, like, the it's, difference of generations. You know how wonky it is to be two white people? people in 2019 sitting here having this freaking conversation on camera i feel like there's bullet holes already being fired at us <laughs> <laughs> anyway but, yeah and it, like i was saying i think it's like also showing like the difference between like the two generations like how like the older um generation you know is like you know respect your history like all of that and you know like like kind of represent like you know your 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 heritage and you know in like that sense and where um you know uh, prospect is sort of like the younger generation who just kind of wants to like in a way like assimilate to the american culture and you know is brought up like brought up here like you know from birth and it's also you know showing like the difference in um you know immigrants and like how like they're uh how how they how they so, integrate into culture yeah into yeah society I, I feel like you said what i was hoping to say but a lot better there um yeah. After that, they leave, and guess what? Megaton, mm -hmm. he's having an after party. Is it Megatron or is it Megaton? It's Megaton. Okay. It's Oliver Genius. Okay. Um, and uh, Megatron's a Transformer. I don't I know that they could legally use that name. Can they use Megatron? That's That's got to be freaking trademarked or something. Probably. Um, but either way, they go to this after party, and Adam has at this point lost his ride. And what's super substantial is the... I don't know if we commented how much we did on it, but what's super substantial is just how down um, Ben is like, just, yo, I got you, dog. Like, we're homies. You, we, we got each other, you know? Like, just that real camaraderie. Mm -hmm. And then they go to, like, this house party. It's a nasty party. But, like, they go into the hood in L.A. And you know what's, what's crazy is um, I had a conversation with a certain somebody over Facebook um, this somebody may have requested this very review and we were discussing gentrification at one point and I'm like yo Montreal apartments uh, it's very much like New York in this regard and in Montreal there's a lot of laws and stuff that complicate gentrification efforts like in a lot of ways as long as you don't break any rules it's really hard to kick you out um, and it's just so different but then like 
I realized that in LA, everybody's got houses. And that. I guess. No, no, like it's all these. Ro- like it's kind of like in the house party when they went to the hood. It was just these houses. Yeah. And like porches. And like for me, it's baffling, right? Because I'm from Montreal where the, the hood is apartments. Yeah, but there's a. Yes, yes, there's a lot of apartments, but it's more like. No, but like what I'm saying. I don't it, know why it's like that, actually. Oh, uh, because we're not like there over there. I don't. I mean, I kind of have a very, very surface level understanding of city development efforts, but basically, but like, you know, what's you know making it unique to certain places, and I don't know. In certain places, segre- uh, desegregation happened in different ways than others, and there was a lot of racist housing laws okay. that used to exist, like where um, black folk could live in relation to white folks, and a whole bunch of really shady shit that happened. I feel like I remember some, something about that. Um, like that's how they kind of built Chicago. But then there's also maybe other places. Yeah, I think that's particularly also, one I've heard about. And then, but like on top of that, it's also like within that, <laughs> how are these cities being built? Are they like suburb housey places with sprawling land, or is it like you know concrete jungle freaking buildings? Like yeah. you know just depending on the city you're in, it's gonna have different experiences. Yeah. Like I've never been to LA. I have. But what I realized is when you look at the hood in L.A. movies, it does not look like Montreal's hoods anywhere. Like, I think where I stayed was maybe, like, a little rough. Um, And I think it was, you know, still kind of like a downtown um, area or or close enough to downtown. But it was, uh, like, I saw, like, I think a gunfight or something. Like, some shit happened when I was there. And I was like, "Mm, okay, I feel like I'm in the hood. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Maybe not the safest area. But, like, I just remember being so baffled that... and Because Adam is baffled that the hood has houses, okay? And front lawns and backyards and shit and porches. Like, to me, I'm like, porches? Like, for real? We got, like, little balconies, if we were lucky, you know? like. So it's like... I just remembered watching that scene and thinking back to that conversation and going damn eh yeah it is really weird to think of the hood like with porches Mm -hmm. when you come from a place like montreal which is really similar structurally to new york yep um anyway uh so then megaton opens the freaking door and he's got a cigar going and a fucking gun (laughs) party kicks in Divine and uh, Prospect are sitting on a couch next to Adam. And basically their whole conversation is how frustrating it is that all they deal with is the same crappy, tired-ass stereotypes. And double down on why this actually happens because battle rap is a game of expectations. You need the crowd to feel you. If the crowd don't feel you, you can't win. And uh, in order to make the crowd feel you, you have to play to the crowd. And the supposition here is that battle rap crowds want that racist, sexist, destructive shit. They want that stereotypes. They want that, to. That, that's the implication of this conversation. So to play to that, everyone's going to do it. People aren't going to be creative enough to come up with like new bars. What they're saying is people are lazy and just come at them with the same tired stereotypes because they know that these are going to work. And it's almost like I believe this happened at the last place, but like when that girl walked up to Adam in the club and she's like, I liked you because you 
made fun of him for being Chinese. Yeah. Like, like that is, you're pandering to that audience. And if you're doing that, sure, it's going to work. But is that really creative? Is that really good? And then it's cutting out. Adam's going to get the geeky, nerdy, geeky white guy bars. And Adam's so disillusioned. He goes, I'm geek. I'm not geeky. And everybody <laughs> looks at him and he's like, okay. Like, shut up. <laughs> I remember the days when I used to pretend I wasn't geeky. I'm pretty geeky, guys. Like, I've seen all the Star Treks, all the, the episodes, not the movies, people. The episodes, the shows, <laughs> the real shit. I'm stoked that Picard's back, yo. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so the Divine, uh, I think, is was really remarkable about what she said. And is something that I've heard, like, other ladies kind of express. Anybody that presents themselves as a strong lady is they can't get laid quite so easily because dudes for some reason like their dick shrivels at the sight of a strong woman to which i'm like for real no wonder it's so easy i like strong women i never had a problem with that so i'm like yo strong women your spirit turns me on they're like wow you're not afraid of me okay this is my past totally <laughs> down to go for it and i swear that works so well so just go fuck the strong women die just stop fighting it dogs yeah, anyway yeah, yeah. be intimidated if you want i'm personally not i love it <laughs> um so i kind of listen to her and i've talked to so many girls who have expressed exactly what she's saying that just again furthers the ideas that dudes in life have so little game it's sad yep um then uh prospect uh, no it's not prospect it's che yeah che gets all oh it's che he gets very horny and he's like yo i'm gonna go fuck this uh girl and this and, hot girl. Yeah. And then so and like she's and then I think they they one of them recognizes her as being like a porn star. And so, well, it, I don't know if it's someone. Yeah, it is a porn star. Mm -hmm. But more so that it's a porn. She's like, yo, I watched her from when she was 19 to 21 or something. <laughs> watched her go from freaking young girl to mill for whatever. And Adam's like, that is a long time to follow a porn star. I'm like, that is a long time. I, I agree. Like, I don't even follow porn stars. Because he, he follows her on Instagram, I think. Right. And but so I mean, he like stops her because he recognizes her. But the implication that. is that he was been wanking to her for three years. Yeah. And I'm like, so anyways, wow, this that's is, some dedication. This is the girl that Che is going to have sex with. And they walk in and, and Che then, is having sex. Yep. And then, well, they don't walk in. They go to get him. Oh, right. Because Be Prospect is like, wait a second, because he knows her and has been following her. Uh, that's, Megaton, that's Megaton's girlfriend. So... Like and you're and you're in your his house like under like like yeah you yeah. just, you just don't do that. Allow me to be clear. They have guns. Yeah, and they have guns, and he's a little bit crazy to start with. So they go in and Chase plowing away, sweaty like a motherfucker. Uh, they all bust in like do whatever. Can't do it. It's Megaton's girl. Megaton and his guys bust in with guns. It gets super tense and shit. Yep. Um, and then they're basically like, Ben, Ben walks, like, let's leave the guns out. Let's not escalate the situation, blah, blah, blah. And then Megaton is like, you know what? You know what? We're going to handle this like men. Yep. We're going to get in the middle of a ring and rap battle. And then Adam is like, what? And then <laughs> here's the thing. I, I could see a young me. Like real, like 18, 19, being this stupid. He walks up to him and is like, What the fuck? You walk in with your guns <laughs> waving around and blah, 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 tough guy shit, blah, blah, blah. And your resolution is to rap battle and 
get in the ring and throw imaginary insults at each other yep. and be corny and blah 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 and he's like like he's just like shocked at how lame this is like it's almost like adam listened to all of this gangster shit in the rap lyrics and believed it was all true and so when actually encountering a real life situation is perplexed by how non-gangster it is in a sense yeah and then he makes fun of it all but he, like in his face which is kind of hard but really stupid yeah allow me to be clear listeners of mine i've never been in that moment but if you pull a gun on me i'm a pussy I know I shouldn't use that word no more, but I don't have a better word to describe it, man. I fucking pee my pants if you pulled a gun on me. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm a coward for that shit. Like I'm not a fucking fighter like that. I mean, I I hope I'm not that bad, but I can't <laughs> promise you I'd be like manly if you pulled a gun on me because, like, for real, that is, I'm like corporate America. I'm not I'm not a hood. I'm not even trying to front. Um, but the fact that Adam kind of was just so oblivious and ignorant is just like so on point and it kind of moves into this car ride after where Adam and Ben are there and Adam's driving and Adam's just like tripping like you can tell he's on this endorphin rush right because he's probably fucking high inside of himself why because this dude proceeded to get up in a gangster ass face dude with a gun and basically walked out looking like top shit king dog guy right and that's kind of what happened. Adam was the OG, and I don't mean it in like a disrespectful way, but Adam basically played into a stereotypical gangsta type way and felt cool about it. Again, younger me relates because younger me was stupid like that. Yep. Trying to chase that type of shit. And then Ben has like a fucking panic attack. Yeah, like and when they're driving, it makes him stop and like, you know, and then we realize like, you know, he's not like this isn't like his normal kind of life. Like well, he's not. You knew that. He's a graphic designer. He told us that. In he's a video life. game designer. Right. So he's a designer. It's like yeah. we already knew but he's No, not. this is when he tells us that. But I mean, we didn't need to know that. It was my point. Like. No, I know. But like he's, you know, he's letting, he's basically trying to like, he's like at this moment, he's breaking like the wall down saying like this is like, but, like who i really am like i don't not think that's what it is i no, think it he, is because allow me because let me to go back to it because my okay. like specific point on this is adam looks at ben and is like honestly surprised that ben doesn't understand how to handle a situation with guns in his face mm-hmm. supposing that this black gangster rapper guy obviously knows how to handle a situation with guns in his face and then he goes and goes, I'm a fucking video game designer. And then Adam's like, yo, but how do you talk and flip up? And how do you be? He's like, you've never heard of code switching? And I'm like, motherfucker, I know all about code switching. See, I talk like this a whole bunch because I went to a black high school, for lack of a better term. And for about five years of my life, all I heard is the urban diction. I know it makes me come off like a little bit of a wig or some shit like that. But the truth of the matter is, inherently, if I run into certain people, I flip into some shit where I sound like a fucking wigger. I know what's up. But at the same time, I work in corporate America, and I'm honestly required to come in and just spit. Like I know spit's not the right word, but I still say that at work. But I have to be like a completely different personality. And then if I'm at like a rap place, I gotta be a com- like. There's so many personalities, right? And I really relate to what it's like. Well, to, you, you, have, you wear different hats for different roles and whatever. But I mean, I'm talking at a linguistic level. I have rapper me, 
which really uses a lot of language that maybe I shouldn't use at work. Like, I, I, I shouldn't... The girl who sits next... The lady who sits next to me is not a fan of me cussing, so... There's there's corporate me, which has a certain level of talking. It's like my Sunday clothes. And then there's the rest of me, which comes at it. But, like, I literally need to be able to, at the switch of it, switch. And in this room, it's not really corporate me. It's not the point of what I'm doing here. But in that environment, I can't get away with using a D instead of a TH. I just can't. They, like, it's just not a great look at work, which is unfortunate. And I fight that stereotype. But, like... Well, I mean, I think we all do because, I mean, this isn't the same me. Like, I'm, well, I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure, like, I'm different at work. Like, I talk about different things. I'm, you know, different but personality. As we're saying this so matter-of-factly, the point is Adam was completely ignorant to the fact that yep. there, you could do that. Yep. He was just like, wow, in light of all your gun talk, I'm surprised that you couldn't, you know, guns. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you know what? Then... They have a conversation uh, somewhere along the line about how everything in battle rap is fair game. And uh, basically, I wrote here, this is actually a tangent I wanted to make. And how you can go in and you can say everything. And the truth of the matter is, anything that's on the internet, anything you can find, anything. You find out my mother's this and that, it's fair game. You find out I have a kid, it's fair game. And Ben basically explains that... um, he he wants to keep his personal business out of the ring. Yeah, completely. And so he focuses on stuff like gun bars and he never gets personal so that it never gets out because the second it gets out, like anyone can use it and whatnot. And in a lot of sense, this is why I don't want to be a, a local battle rapper because A, I don't want people to be like looking for me, <laughs> you know, because of some shit I said, right? And B, I'd be very fucking good at meticulously finding shit to destroy you with from real life. And I don't say that to be like, whatever. I'm not a good pun maker, so I couldn't do the homophone thing. But I could write a good essay on how you're a little punk and prove it. And I can prove it for a lot of people I see on the internet. If you are somebody in my city watching this, because a lot of y'all talk a lot of shit on the internet. It's fascinating how weak everybody appears to be from an ego perspective. Um, No shots to anyone in particular. But a lot of you, (laughs) it's true. Some of y'all, y'all real. I like y'all. Either way, um, I just... I don't know, man. I could just imagine, like, the, the disastrous impact of going in and just saying some shit. And then people coming at, like, my mom. And then my mom having to watch some battle rap about getting <laughs> raped or something. And I'm like, nah, I'm not into that shit. Yeah. Um, but it does explain to me at that moment why people use gun bars so often. And I'm like... It's sort of like yeah, a cover-up, oh, I guess. You know, it's, it's it was, like, such... That alone made this movie worth watching it for me because now I can explain to other people why battle rap is the way it is. It's because you don't want it to be what it could be. Because if people like me make it that personal, yeah, I'll murk you. But trust, everybody in my life's public, everybody in my life's secrets are out. It's over. It's, that's how the game goes. And then everybody's vicious and it's cruel, man. And uh, it is to me. A lot of people like it though, so I, I respect that. But. I don't want to be a part of that energy, personally. Um, but it really explained a lot to me. So maybe I guess if I went in and talked a bunch of wild, made-up shit, that could work. Yep. Um, 
Adam at that point calls his girl and clues her and cause whatever that was boring and then uh, begs to stay with Ben and Ben does like the most homey thing I ever done seen. I got you. And I'm like, damn, I want a pen to go, I got you at me. And I would not be like Adam. Spoilers. Um, yeah, because, well, whatever. Maya just texted him and she breaks up with him. Boring. And, um. He deserves it, though. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so then I, what, I think, what, uh, Adam goes back to Ben's place. Um. So he finds that the name is Osiris. And he yeah, looks he, at he basically, uh, this is the point where, like, Ben realizes, like, pretty certainly that, like, Adam is actually racist and has no idea oh, about no, 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 normal no. black people. <laughs> I think this is when Ben starts to tell Adam a little more directly, I think you're racist. Yeah. Because I think he always thought Adam was racist. Everything about Adam's thesis is racist from the beginning. You holler at the guy just to drop, to basically look for permission to write out the N-word. Right. It's not, like... You're trying to be cool is what it felt like. You know, like if you were Ben, how would you feel from the jump? Anyway, turns True. out the kid can spit. All right, you'll fuck with him. Maybe he can be something useful or whatever. Turns out you like him. Cool friendship. Maybe you can influence him, educate him. Yeah. Anyway, Adam's surprised that Ben's got a nice crib. And then he finds out his name's Osiris. And then my fa- one of my favorite lines, I had to quote it verbatim. Ben looks at him and goes, man, I can hear the racist shit you are thinking. And then we kind of go in. And man, Ben just looks like the greatest dad. The respect and humility he shows towards his wife is yeah. just like. It's just nice. It's like, you know, like the family life. It's just like seeing like, him in like that world. And then like we find out the daughter has cystic fibrosis and she has like a panic attack. And you can tell that like. No, the, she doesn't have a panic attack. Br- she, she just. The breathing thing. Can't breathe. Right. Well, it has an attack of some kind with this breathing thing. Yeah, and so he has, she has to, like, get her to calm down and whatever. And then Adam uh, kind of jumps in and, like, saves the day a little bit, which makes the, the mom lady relax a little bit because... Yeah, she was really... She was not having it. Yeah. She walked in. She could smell Adam for what he is right away. Fine. Um, she kind of gives him 2% more points because you just saved my kid's life. Uh, but Ben, honestly, I just... I think a lot of this scene is to like just be like this is what you're supposed to be you know how you're supposed to and, and it's trying to challenge the stereotype in contrast to how Adam copy like Ben the vicious mouth battle rapper treats his wife like a queen Adam the intellectual literally punched his girl in the face a few scenes ago I yeah. love that comparison um, and I, I say that anyway uh, then Adam is sitting there and basically make some dumb comment along the lines of how could I'm surprised you're okay with like your man battle rapping because yeah. his girlfriend's not okay and feminism and this and she goes in puts food on my table my fucking man blah 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 this that the next thing Adam's like my girlfriend feels away happy. from misogyny and I'm like oh shit and he's you can see Ben's like don't do it don't <laughs> and he just does it like she is like a strong, powerful woman, <laughs> and she she's like, like not deal- putting up with his shit. And she's like, "Do you think I have fucking time to worry about your misogyny bullshit? Do you know what it's like to be black and knowing that we can go out and every time he leaves, the police could just fucking shoot him down, me down, my kid down, this, that, the next folk." And then 
she basically gets to the opinion that Adam is a fucking waste of space. It's not worth trusting him, and, and don't she waste has your black fucking time. Explain everything to him, and it's just like and she uh, kicks him out. Yeah, and basically, like in in terms of a battle rap, she won. He was destroyed. Like it literally loads up the bing bing battle thing that it was doing. Yeah. And honestly, though, I love how she broke him down because I feel Good. like yeah so many people want to have that conversation with so many people and just say it and even me watching it i'm like yo thank you thank you for saying that because i've been on the receiving end of some of those damn rants from people and it's nice to it was nice to watch somebody fight Mm -hmm. that shit (laughs) um so he ends up sleeping on a park bench however to all the white folk out there that can't learn review hip-hop for two and a half years and read I'll, i'll give you like eight books to read i promise you'll start to learn um Anyway, Adam's on the bench. Yep. Because he got kicked out. Yep. Some girls, like, take a picture and judge him. And these are my communism will never work because this faux bougie motherfucker is lying on a bench. And I'm like, you suck. And Adam responds dissing her. And I liked it. He's like, actually, fuck you. Blah, blah, blah. And he's basically just dissing these people, which... I don't know about your place, but I'm pretty sure in Canada you can get clipped on assault for, like, assaulting somebody with language like that. Whereas they made kind of a comment in passing. They they actually thought he was asleep. He wasn't attacking right. him. Anyway, Adam gets a call and uh, basically... Some guy that, like, you know, for, wants, like, that wants the, him for, like, the next uh, rap battle. Yeah, to battle against Ben. Meanwhile, the girlfriend thing is on the phone and they do that, like back and forth shtick it's basically the only lame thing in the whole movie is this phone call shtick that they try to do to be funny it's not it's really not funny and then somehow like the calls merge and like adam like anyway they they have five he makes five g's to battle i'm like oh shit give me five g's and i'll diss any motherfucker you need (laughs) me to diss okay Mm -hmm. just tell me who i'm dissing for five thousand dollars i told you surgical research or I'll help you research for your battle and give you some good psycho babble to drop in. Um, Hello. Anyway, uh, Adam basically says no to the battle because it's hard, because he lost his girlfriend, because everything's fucking terrible. $5,000 for him and Ben, and he knows the girl's on medical issues, and he knows they need that money, and he just told you all about it. Yep. Adam's too dense to see it because the girlfriend's gone really it's sad and then as he's saying some racist ass shit a <laughs> chic is, cop shows up yeah this is like the security guard he's the best he's awesome and basically adam says i'm not racist after saying anyway like then, a whole bunch of terrible things and then the reporting that was made to him is some white kid is saying racist <laughs> shit <laughs> anyway and then adam loses the girl then adam has to get whatever go to class and then they go to class and uh she's like one of her feminist feministy classes yeah with his dad as a teacher and maya go well it's the same class where the adam's presenting his paper for and whatever and then now she's presenting her topic right. and maya presents her thesis and it's completely shots at abbott uh adam and it's basically flipping the idea that shit like battle rap is used as a pretense to say racist shit 
and flips the idea that ultimately we're supposed to hate her into showing that she has a point. So she goes on this tirade and saying, a lot of y'all might think I'm a bitch. A lot of y'all might think something. And if you and she's actually saying this to you, the person watching the movie, because up until this point, she's presented as a bitch. Mm -hmm. But then she could, if you focus less on how I'm saying it and more on what I'm saying, you'll see that there's a complete difference between me and what I'm about to show you. And then she proceeds to show Adam and his frivolous, like, blind guy in Thailand. And then he drops his F-bomb at the end, but not fuck. I won't even see the other one in this video. Yeah, he's just saying, like, racist lines and... And the, but the point is showing that um, it almost is like... Well, like, it exposes him, and then, like, the whole class basically shames him. But it's more to the point where it's like Adam believes she's awful... And that Adam can't see, like, if you think back to their house party, the microaggression, Adam can't understand the nuance and di nuance difference between basically uh, having an intellectual conversation or having a tone of voice and being a battle rapper. And Adam doesn't see the line again. And then I wrote, I hope she fucks Adam's dad. And I really don't know why I did that, but I think she wants to fuck his dad. And I really hope she did. Like, that's how annoyed I was. I was like, that would be smart. You should bang. Because I think the dad wants to smash her too. And it's kind of alluded well, to. He, I think he likes young ladies. Oh, I wrote down the thesis. I don't know why I had to paraphrase that. Her thesis is the cultural legitimization of white racism, white racism in America as free expression. Oh, fuck. I see that all over. It's really obnoxious. Honestly, that's... A lot of my Facebook is people sharing quasi-racist shit thinking they're fucking funny. Yeah. Or not anymore because Facebook's really cracked out on that. But I know a lot of motherfuckers who like in meme land are totally okay being a dick because of the lulz. Um, I actually got to the point where there were a couple people who I had to like unfriend because they would troll me and I didn't like it. Um, not, anyway. Uh, ben... Uh, basically then calls Adam in the middle of class. Why the fuck are you taking a Skype call in the middle of class? Does that... Look, for those of you that are clearly on the younger end, the like 18% of you under the age of 25 that watch this channel, um, do y'all do stupid shit like take Skype calls in the middle of like... Like it would be like I'm in the middle of a podcast and I'm like, hold on guys. Hey buddy. And then I didn't cut it out. I just gave it to you. <laughs> like that's how dumb it looks. Anyway, yeah, but I bet, weird. I bet dumb kids do that. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be so ageist. I'm, I'm, I'm old man now. I'm a 31 year old cranky old grandpa. <laughs> um, but then Ben calls him and basically begs Adam to take the five G's. Ass is a French. The wife points when he's in the background, he's selfish and whatever. And then as Adam looks up and he sees his girlfriend basically talking shit about him, he gets inspired by her as she quotes Adam and like plays the video and then he's like, fuck that, I'ma do it. But he's not doing it to help his buddy. He's doing it to spite his girlfriend person. Well, because like the video, I don't think you mentioned it, but like the oh, video yeah. like went viral that like she showed, and so like everybody. Well, I mean, he accepts the battle before the video gets viral. He accepts oh, the battle okay. like in that call in the classroom, and then the a video goes viral. Uh, okay, okay, sorry, I thought I was the other way. Nah, that's fair. Um, and then Adam goes to see Daddy. Is the next section of my notes. So Adam goes at that point and he walks in the crowd and everybody's just saying shit. Like, the university is going to have to like, like act. I, I think um, the Asians don't like him because clearly he said some shit there. The gay people are not thrilled with him. But the most profound was the black girl who walked up and said, 
look at how you're holding our culture back because of how you're misrepresenting it. And I'm like, oh, that's a whole angle I understand now why people got so fucking mad at us in our first year of the podcast. We got better over time. Hell, some of y'all probably still think we a bunch of cultural appropriating assholes. We try. We learn. We grow. We try and contribute and shit. Um, Adam uh, sees his dad, wanted to stay with his dad. His dad's like, no. Adam then makes this coconut butter joke at the black lady. Like, ah, I've been using coconut butter, blah, blah, blah. And looks at the woman. You know what I mean. Why? Because she's black. Turns out she's the dean that the battle went viral. She's like a, she wrote some books. It's yeah. very intense. Like, I wrote the book on judging memes, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, I wrote the book on prejudging you for uh, your racism. Hmm. Several. Um, then the battle went viral. Adam has to be kicked out. His dad's like, listen, it's, his dog. His scholarship is suspended. And dad's like, listen, dog, my image is far more important than you. Fuck that <laughs> asshole. But Adam is in his father's image. Yep. Um, everything Adam says, he feels like it's twisted on him. And then Adam does something I have never been stupid enough to do. Says the N-word directly in front of her. Which just dropped it. And then he says, Ben Grimm said I could. <laughs> she goes, Ben Grimm from the Fantastic Four said you can use the... <laughs> and then Adam gets expelled. Adam's well, dad but, but also him. too because like she like like this dean this like hard ass dean like basically starts ra- oh, rap battling the him. The protest happens after this. Okay. Yeah, I like s- she starts rap battling and it's just like Yeah, she crushes him. It's crazy. It's awesome. And then dad disowns him. Then he walks through the crowd where all that shit happens, but then yeah. we hear one of the most incredible things. DMX's What's My Name. And when that... It doesn't matter what is happening in my life. It is perfect. Oh, that song's... DMX. Ah. I I almost want to start doing it, but I don't really think it's appropriate right now. (laughs) What y'all really want? Anyway, Adam gets protested and walks through. Adam runs away and is like, I'm a battle. Okay, maybe you're right. Maybe he does agree after the protest and I was wrong. Even my notes said you were right. So on the internet, Bonnie was right. Um, We cut to the battle, and this is where the rest of it uh, kicks in. And we are at now. It starts off with Divine Verse Prospect. Yeah. Um, So I have the lyrics up. I really don't really know if there's any like particularly interesting lines to point out because it's more of what the part of this verse is so why don't you run us through like the theme of this rap battle well it's pretty unique because they're basically insulting themselves in like an attack an attacking kind of way which is interesting because they're basically like shutting down and destroying all of like the cliches that they normally hear and so that's pretty much it to elaborate a little bit, Prospect being uh, the Asian guy and Divine being starts the, off, the black woman. fuck this Asian motherfucker, fuck this playing Tamagotchi, playing Shatsasaki taking motherfucker, fuck Lucy Lu. I wish. And Sulu too. I mean, I wish Lucy Lu. Oh, man. Anyway. Uh, and then he basically runs through like the whole thing and runs through a bunch of Asian stereotype jokes. And they're like really good. I. I 
what do you know? You, you know what you're going to call a going on an Asian? Sorry, you know what you call going with an Asian on an Uber ride? A word I can't say on this video? Damn, that was a freaking fresh bar, man. I mean, I know you're not supposed to like it that much, but oh, when they went through, they were like fire. Um, I don't know, ending off with a classic. And if you're wondering why I'm dissing Asians, you do the math, implying that the person is Asian, but it's not. Mm -hmm. And then Divine writes like, this bitch got at me for being Asian, mm, but came with some weak shit. So now I gotta get on my dis shit dissing ladies. Clearly that's what she is. Ain't no vaginoplast that can give her a tighter snatch and rolls on from there and basically does all of the women bars at yeah. him. And everybody is like sitting there like what the fuck's going on? Um Charlemagne the God. But it's is, pretty cool. We forgot to mention is the host of this one. Right, yeah. And his face is just like Oh, did you see what he did? <laughs> it's so he he is a true star of this movie, Charlemagne de God. Also, we got to give props to, you know, Dirt Dasty and Adi Malakinis for also being great hosts. The host of these rap battles, absolute wonders. Um, anyway, Divine comes in and then the battle kind of ends. And you can see some people in the crowd is hella confused. Like, wait, is she dissing him? Is who's dissing who? And it's just trying to show you, unfortunately like the nuances of such a creative and empowered move as what they did flipping the juxtapositions ending like yo be more creative stop using these stereotypes on us we can literally crush you using your own game on us right yep. fuck up the whole battle like then what it doesn't make sense but it's still fresh right that's kind of what they were proving and then the audience was confused except for like you know a couple of the smart ones that were in the crowd and whatnot mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, it, was, it was hype but it was pretty yeah it was pretty cool and like politically speaking, oh, um, yeah, no, I don't have anything more to comment. Uh, then we get into the second one, uh, which is Adam and Ben face off. It's sort of like master versus like protege. And then they're going to be like boys. And you can see like right before they go in, Ben's like, yeah, I can't yeah. wait to see what you bring. Nothing He's like personal, excited. Right? And Adam's like, you can, but you can see Adam's like committed in his mind. He's going there. Yeah. And he's just like. Oh yeah, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Whatever. Like it's not even like you can just see he's not even here to be homies or friends. It's just fucking cruel. Yep. They go into their battle and I can tell you this was a hard scene to watch because the second it starts, you know where it's going. Like yeah. if you didn't know where it's going, I guess people might call you oblivious in life. But if you started watching this battle, it was very clear. And then, uh, you know, Ben comes in. Dale, while well, you're talking like I'm better than my protege, well, you got Megaton talking else tonight because he's even a protege. You know, puns, homophones, good lines. And he doesn't really do a whole lot. But on, like, the subject of personals, he does kind of go in and, you know, his mom and dad is rich. So, oh, I guess, no, that's still some white shit. Yeah, his mom <laughs> and dad are rich. will be robbing us more than snatching a chain. It'll hit him with the silver spoon so over back in his mouth. He gets stabbed in the brain. Um, his last name is Merkin, which is awesome. I was hoping somebody would do this. I bet they named him Merkin so they could go, so you know we got a fake pussy here. Because Merkins are the vagina wigs used in movies when ladies who shave need to have some hair for the scene. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a whole industry. Um, you grew up Broadway and Park Place. You're not indie streets. I'll put the iron to this square like a Monopoly piece. Anyway, and he kind of flows in, 
And I, what I really liked was when he goes, all your pro, sh uh, all your shit for pro was racist, but you say you're not racist. That's some crazy stuff. This start every sentence they ever say with, I hate to be racist, but you a high and salt type cracker. And when I'm done, this soft white rapper, he'll be online typing all lives matter. And you know what? I thought that was pretty tight. Well-constructed shit. And then Adam, uh, oh, I don't know if the pay gap was said here, but like literally one of the highlights of the, the entire bat battle is Charlamagne going, that's a white gap in response to like the pay gap <laughs> line that was mentioned. Um, either way, it flows into Adam's response and he basically goes, you said my mom's a heart. Well, you're right. And, you know, so it's time you got some viral shots because if it burns when you piss, you know, they call it fire crotch and it starts off strong. And he kind of points out how fake the life is and how, you know, try me Ben Savage. He doesn't have a set. He's banging. He was busy wedding planning. And you're like, oh, Adam, no, don't do it. And he does it. He goes in and he disses the wife. Mm -hmm. And then he starts making all these video game bars. And you can just like see in Ben's face. He's like, dude, please, like, I'm begging you. But to tell them truth, these guns bars are bluffing fame. Tell them what you really mean when you say you're making money from game. You ain't going hard in the gutter. You're dealing with marketing numbers. If you got the fire about power from the pipe, you play Mario Brothers, you know. And then, oh, sh and then he kind of, the closest thing you get to pimping is when you come home and tell your daughter you love her. Fire. These bars are good. But damn, so I'm exposing a friend. I'm on that white devil shit. I'll just show this game designer what the next level is. And I suppose it's and worth it's touching. Line. It's worth touching on the fact that part of why Adam's doing this is because everywhere he goes, people keep calling him racist and he doesn't really understand it. So part of his pettiness is fueled from the fact that he doesn't believe he's racist. People think he's racist and white devil shit is definitely some nation of Islam terminology to talk about how racist honkies do their shit. So it's almost like I'm going to embody the full characteristics of this white devil shit. Meanwhile, he's missing the point of the last rap battle, which was this racist shit is clearly stupid. Anyway, yep. uh, then Ben Grimm's like comes in and kind of does some more shit, but points out kind of like you're like your dad. You'll never be good. You'll, you're just kind of a loser. Um, I don't know. It's a lot of bars. They're really talented bars. Yeah. Well, well, like like Ben comes back at him basically, you know, kind of brings up stuff about his ex-girlfriend and yeah. about his father and... And then uh, ends it with, eat a school. he did a school project on Battle Rat. That's the only reason his whole ass got to talk to me. So here's my interview answer, Adam. Eat a dick, and you better quote that properly. And it was cool. And then Adam just like, you see his little file thing, personal, too far. You want to get personal? Let's get personal. His real name is Osiris. That's the Egyptian death god whose wife is Isis, which is perfect. Because if he's homeless, she'll take his fucking head off. And I'm like, <gasps> I didn't know I would like this this much. It hurts so much to watch. <laughs> it hurts to watch, man. Because yep. you got cuffed and whipped by the bomb and chained till your 50 shades of gray. And I'm like, oh, this is done. This is good. And then he's like, that's why you did this battle to pay for her care. You know, his, his daughter's got he cystic fibrosis. So you put in, and you're putting food on her plate. Too bad you can't put air in her lungs. And I'm like, like that like like that hurts like when you when you hear that one you're like oh no that's too far and then 
Uh, he basically goes on about how he'll kill her and then questions why his daughter's so light-skinned, implying that the wife cheated in the first place. Yeah. And then it just kind of ends. And Adam... I don't know, man. It's just, like, fuck. Uh, like, it's it just kind of, like, a jab about, like, his fatherhood and, like... Like, you know, like, and, like, we already saw, like, you know, in the movie, like, that, you know, or before, earlier on, that, um, you know, he do, he does seem like a really good, caring father, and, you know, like, he's just a good guy, and so it's just, like, kind of, like, an attack on him, and, like, yeah, you know, like, I don't know, I but feel then, like that's not nice. <laughs> in the middle of it, like, the two guys that were, like, hyping him up, which were those two guys that were making fun of him, 40 mags and blunts, they switched sides, mm-hmm. they start dissing, they diss his daughter, and then it was like a big issue. It's too far. It's too far. I, like, Which, I'm on their side. What's the fucking difference at that point? Because like the, he knows her. So if I'm gonna battle you, know. I'm in the middle of the battle. I can't say that. I can say it, and that that's. I'm. I think I, it's just too fresh. I guess. Anyway, I don't know. I kind of was like, yo, that's a weird distinction. You clearly want to knock Adam's ass out too, but you're just not because of images and shit. Anyway, so then they go in and uh, 40 Mag played by Hollow to Dawn and Blunts played by Loaded Lux bust in and they do this back and forth shit. And I don't know. It was really fun to watch them kind of freestyle back and forth off of each other like that. And I don't really know that there was a whole lot that I thought was like really fun, except for when Adam started off in the response because Adam and Ben Grimm team up. You're both so emotional. You talk that shit, then bitch and whine because I replied, I guess this is the future Drake wanted. What a time to be alive. And I'm like, oh, that is good. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, they really do a whole bunch of slaying here, and the bars are really good. And I thought it was really fun. But like, it just kind of ends, and I feel like. You're taking from this at the end of the day it's like it's so cohesive it's like nothing ever happened and you're kind of left with this like man that's some like real professionalism like you're left looking at ben like you're so fucking cool and adam like you're so fucking dense yep and then it kind of ends post battle and adam's just kind of like that was so cool blah 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 and ben just kind of was like yep we can do this again if the money's right and then he's like super cold. He's like, but we're like not. You can tell things are not cool between them. And he's like, basically, like, we're not cool. We're not friends anymore. Yeah. You can go, like, fuck yourself. Like, he and brought him, the, brought up the things that, like, you know, he welcomed him into his house and he used that against him. And, like, he's obviously pretty pissed off. But then the point that. Well, I mean, meanwhile, in the background, Chase having his battle. I guess we'll get to that in a second. But Adam doesn't really get it. He's basically sitting there like, man, I don't understand it. But he Ben responds with, you're basically, you don't get it, man. It's like, you're allowed to say what you want. Yeah, it's battle rap. But what you say has consequences. So if you proceed to betray my trust as a human, we're not friends professionally speaking fine you got bars i'm an idiot to not indulge what's going to get my paycheck but you can tell that to ben it's a job and adam was his colleague and adam broke his trust and it was really like damn you know you're like sitting there and it's like adam just and you realize at that point the whole movie all adam has done is ignored any feedback to like validate his bruised little ego and then i really liked it 
because uh, Che Corleone, sorry, I like Che Corleone's bars. He's like, they're going to interrupt him on a stage. I'll grab the mag and Yeezy him. And I'm like, y'all get it? Iron, minerals, magnesium? And I'm like, yo, I get it. That's fucking good. <laughs> and then I realized that's why I'm, I'm not the right arbitrator of this. Anyway. Like, if you have to explain your bars in the rap, rap battle, I feel like. But I got it. So it was cool. Um, anyway, then he goes, flips it up. All right. Yo, your whole ain't loyal. She don't care a bit, motherfucker. That's why I fucked your bitch, you Arabic motherfucker. That's cool because it's like the Tupac line. So I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Make money. Ooh. They all uh, walked in on us fucking. She still tried to do it. Baby, I'm just flirting. She a porn star. She took out the camera and said, baby, I'm working. And then, um... Basically, Megaton's main point was, oh, she sucked my dick and you kissed her. Now you know how my dick tastes. And she said, you had a small dick. Let me tell her yourself. And then she comes out. Yo, I'll fuck this pussy and some more porn stuff you can't tell. I'd say you satisfied me, but I can't even fake it well. I'm like, this is not really great, but I guess it's like the literal, if I were to make it up on the spot version of how that would go. Right. It, I... I it was the only time in the movie I was like, that. this is boring. Like, it was the only battle. I'm like, this is like you're just trying to resolve a stupid plot point. It's it's but only like, purpose. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely tied it. You know, they actually ended up having, like, their, like, moment where it was, like, heated and obviously whatever happened. But. Yeah, no, it wasn't that great. Yeah. Uh, and then they, uh, basically, Chase like, oh, you brought his friend in. I don't want to battle no more. Blah, blah, blah. And he bounces out. And, um. Then uh, basically what happens is Megaton starts yelling and screaming and Adam's sitting there like lamenting. Uh, he tries to call his girlfriend. His ex-girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend. And then he does this whole drivel, blah, blah, blah. He's saying, you know, that if he, leaving her was like, you know, wrong. And there like, are some ex-girlfriends of mine who have had that phone call before. We've all had them, girls. And they said yes more than they said no. I'm really good at that I feel conversation. like after, like, I feel like I definitely learned my lesson that, like, after, you know, like, there's a reason that we're not going out anymore. Allow me to be clear. If we broke up, I would be charming as fuck after. And I would be like, you had your chance, bitch. And I would remind you of the magic stick. That I would beat you with. We'll see about that. <laughs> anyway, she's like, no, fuck off, get lost. And then Disaster is like rapping at people, dissing anybody. You can see those two guys that were just battling tough guys. Oh, it's not us he's talking about. Then Adam goes in and they do their fucking battle. So Disaster is just doing his... Um, Sorry, Megaton. I shouldn't say disaster. I mean, it is disaster, but anyway. Right. He's like, a white dude, an Asian, and a black one, a Mexican, blah, blah, blah. That's what he's saying like before he comes in. So then uh, Megaton goes in on him. Maybe it's because she found your boy George tapes and realized you go both ways. Or maybe it's because no one wants to procreate with your mug collie called traits and have a kid born one day with the same pointy nose and oval-shaped Hofer face slash Norman Bates looking bony face. And they got me all the way out here like the Golden State. Bottom with the same little white bitch that Tupac and Kobe rape. And he just kind of does that. For a while, he's a, yeah, he's like, but he really rapper. fucking just plays out on the singular overkilled rhyme scheme thing, um, and I thought it was really nice. He does look and look at Justin Bieber in a fucking muscle T-shirt. You're a fucking fan of Hanson, Marilyn Manson's grandson. Is the body baby? You went coming Phantom straight up, and then Adam's just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> You think you're a super villain? I'm about to tear your mask off because you're talking to the devil like Ivan Karamazov. I'm like, oh, yep. you was really going in on that shit. And Wait, hold on. B before all of that, um, 
he proposes to his girlfriend when he's on the oh. phone. Oh, forgot to even mention that. And then yeah, she like no game. She is like. Fuck you. Fuck you. Like, she does not want to marry him uh, and tells him to delete her number. Uh, so I just wanted to mention that. So he's already at, like, a vulnerable place uh, mentally. So keep going. Anyway, I like when Adam went, you're dating a porn star. We all know that her vagina's touch. Most terrorists get 72 virgins. You got to fuck 72 guys at once. And I was like, <sighs> And then he gets up in his face and pushes it and then literally edges him on to get punched, takes the punch, gets back up, starts fucking rapping. Which he is, spits out a tooth. I pray that I have that tenacity in that moment and I'm not like what I said I would do if a gun got pulled on me. You're just like a whimpering little boy in the corner. No, I'd rather pretend now I'm going to be a tough guy in that moment because Adam <laughs> was a tough guy in the movie. See, hoodie. <laughs> Um, I, don't, I know. don't know if he's the guy that you want to be comparing yourself to. Hoodie. No, but Adam <laughs> reminds me of my past, and I can't deny the fact that I used to be that ignorant. I used to act out so many. Adam is unfortunately a stereotype for a lot of people I've met that I know that live, and I have actively contributed and participated to the same kinds of ignorance that he portrays under some pretense of free speech. I used to be that free speech motherfucker making racist ass jokes and shit. I used to be that dude. Because middle-class white boy intellectuals are brainwashed all the time into believing that that makes sense. Hmm. Why? Because we don't have better things to feel afraid about. See, I don't know. I have a whole different experience. But But you have better reasons. To, even you have better reasons to feel fear in your life than I, as a heterosexual middle-class white boy, have to feel. Yeah. I'm just being real with y'all. Anyway, um... Then uh, basically we're at like the end of the movie and he's a fucking hero and he's on the bench. And then, and then he, like Megaton like gives call. him like all the love and yeah. says, you know, like what an honor it was to be a part of it. Like this is like the, like, you know, like the grand, like, you know, the, the end of like the, the big battle and it's like super hard and it's like really intense and everybody like loves it. Like they were really like... Like, it was a good show. Spitting teeth, e Even, you know? <laughs> like, the Adam versus Ben Grimm thing, a point to be made is that it was a good show. Mm -hmm. But I think what sometimes needs to be taken into consideration is that just because you put on a good show doesn't mean that you can say what you want or that, or that if you say what you want, there won't be consequences to it. Like, I recognize that some of the choices I've made in my life are going to be perceived as they're going to be perceived. And when people inevitably come at this channel with certain claims, it's on me to be understanding to why certain claims might be get made and see what I can do to maybe dodge some of that shit by adapting. Why do I say that? Because of a lot of years of learning slowly and painfully that maybe a lot of other people have a bigger point than me and that even though i think my point's super important or whatever and here's the thing like there's a lot of ways you can go about getting fame too right because another like core plot is adam is willing to toss away his friend for fame and like i don't know man in these days people just aren't loyal and stuff people don't really understand that you don't have to use people. Instead, you should be like Ben and like, you know, kind of have some respect and integrity with that shit. And then through skill and respect, become a revered name. Not be a little shit that fucks up somebody else's legacy for the sake of your little dollar. Not even dollar. 
That's the worst part. It wasn't even about the money. It yeah. was just about validating his ego. All of it was to validate his ego, which is why I believe when he sits up at the fucking bench and he gets a call and it's like, Adam Merkham, that's a cool name. Adam, just Adam. No, he's like, nah, I finally figured out what my name is. And then we got, hi, my name is. And you're like, fuck <laughs> And off. it goes like right into the credits and like, like that's fuck it. you, Marshall. Oh, because he was checking his name uh, in the media. Or he's checking the media to see if, like, you know. And, and then he about. realizes what his name is. And what's his name? Hi, my name is. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I get it. Just like 8 Mile. This is a little Eminem-y, maybe. And I don't know. Well, I think 8 Mile was supposed to be a lot more Eminem-y. And I don't know. I feel like... I don't think it was meant to be Eminem but up until... But I think it, it has taken the, the lessons that Eminem has learned and puts it but into... But that his last head. scene in the movie, when he's sitting there with no tooth, and then it cuts to my name is, is a zero on ten for how fucking awful that scene is to me. <laughs> okay? That is some yeah. bad fucking way to end an almost perfect movie. Because, yeah. like, I'm into good writing, and I'm into good writing that, like, gives you a bunch to think about. If I'm looking over here for a quick second, you should talk. Um, beep, beep, beep. So you didn't talk at all. <laughs> uh, we have now spent something like two over two and a half hours talking about body. All right? That is how yep, much there yep, really was true. to break down and talk about in this movie. We can just sit here and talk about anything for hours on end. No, but <laughs> we can't necessarily do that for all the songs in the Roots album which if has just yeah. come out on this channel so and you should, should watch that out. review <laughs> but basically yeah um i don't know if there's a lot more i can comment except to say that i think movies like this which make an effort to take such an honest take because it was an honest take i bet there's other people that could watch this movie and relate to other characters and have had that honest experience like you seem to comment the most on maya that seemed to be the character that screamed the most at you well, I just know people like that. I, I know those, you know, the girls that are like the, the, the uber feminists, like the people who like, you know, anything you say or do, like, you know, there's going to be an attack and be like, you know, th you know, that's not right. Like, but on the other hand, you can kind of get the boys are stupid part. Yes. But like I get it. Like, and, I, and that's always how it's been like at, you know, at, you know, a place that I used to work at. Like it, there were like it, the environment sometimes got a little heated because there was one guy who was just trying to figure out what the hell was going on and then there was one girl who was just like ah men ah, you know like just like angry mm -hmm. and <laughs> so. i could tell you all about it i remember hearing about it she would get mad because they would want to watch some election updates in you know a certain oh, election don't was even going get me down started on the trump situation that like that was just <laughs> anyway. like so yeah i guess that's the end of this movie um i really didn't want to watch it prior to it because a it's on youtube and and it just looked like it looked like it could be really good but it also looked like it could be like the corniest fucking awful thing and battle rap has not actually been something that has been the most interesting thing in my life up until maybe watching this movie and i mean we touched on it a bit i'm not like unfamiliar with it but i feel like this geeked up battle rap for me in a way that let me understand what it is and then i found myself trying to like compose hot my phones in like the shower when i'm trying to, and i found myself like considering how i would diss bonnie in rap form i'm, <laughs> I'm not saying i would do it because unlike adam 
I'm not that stupid. I want to get my dick wet. You know, I'm just saying. You don't diss the girl and then expect <laughs> the good things to happen. So I guess. It's true. Lesson learned. But, like, I find my interest in battle rap has actually increased significantly to a point where I'd love to go watch some local shit going on. Because, yo, King of the Dot's not very far from Montreal. And we have DMT, I think it is. DMC or something, Battle Rap League. I don't know. I applied once. They never hollered back at me. So I guess they didn't think I was a very interesting battle rap candidate. That's fair. I don't have a social media presence outside of his channel. Um, I don't have a lot more to say. I'm yep. kind of losing focus here. So thank y'all for watching. Thank you, Coney Sparks, for your lovely patron powers that you used to request this long-ass endeavor that we went on together. So mm -hmm. hint, hint, other people. But thank y'all for watching. Let us know in the comments what you think, what you cared about the movie, what was significant to you, if you found us to be preposterous. I'd also like to hear it. If you're a dick... I might not be the nicest in my response, but I'll try. I'll try battle not. wrap you in all of the comments I down below. I'm not committing to that. <laughs> However, if it's like 6.45 in the morning and I haven't had coffee, I can be vicious. Don't do it. Um, no, do it. I'm not going to be vicious. I'll try. Maybe in like seven months if you're watching this video <laughs> and then you comment. and You know what? I'm going to just move on to the next part. <laughs> Subscribe to the channel if you like it. Like the video if you whatever special thanks to the patrons <laughs> ismail gadamsey chris prado jonathan barnes lindell williams dj black hurricane and the man of the hour coney sparks who also gets another damn review this weekend that we're recording because this one was a little late yeah, sorry coney um they support what we do because they like what we do for some reason i don't know and uh, they helped us get a new camera they're gonna help us get new sound panels they don't well at some point well between our income and what they help us with we'll upgrade some stuff in the near future mm -hmm. so if you want to make all the upgrading cooler and like enhance life you can do so you have that power and then if you do so enough you can tell us what to review that's you i'm talking about yep, yep, it yep. can be your cousin's ep or it can be some obscure ass movie and that's the truth hell all we can review an adult film if you want we just can't show any of it anything you want to see we can make it happen as long as there's like a i feel like there's gonna be like a reason no. behind it we'll just we're review not, it we're not just, gonna, we're not just gonna be it could be like one. a seven minute video where we just go yep i like the part where he did the back shot mm -hmm. yep and then that could be the whole video please thank you all for being here <laughs> Uh, I make music myself, as I hinted at, uh, throughout the course of this bodied experience. You can check that out. I'm literally editing a music video throughout the next week or so, so I'll have some new single up for y'all soon. Drop an album. That's right. Do that shit. And uh, you can let me know what you think about that. And I look forward to talking to y'all again in the near future as we start the next round of recording stops, which never really ends. It's just the future. It's yep. just the present. Just every day. Are you guys excited to VR with us in a couple of years? 